At Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Hey, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take the show with you anywhere. NASHFM1061.com and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. 
And our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You should be able to find us fairly easily. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Why don't you join the conversation there? And remember, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports is, uh, is um, uh, each and every uh, week. And you can catch it right there on our uh, social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Speaking of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, this week we feature Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. He'll join us uh, this Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLA-TV, also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And then, of course, the rebroadcast begins 6 p.m. on LAE. Uh, that is um, every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on WLA-TV 2. That's the deuce. Nine o'clock uh, on nine o'clock on on uh, Friday night on Pelican Sports Television. Ten o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at two a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at five p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, and of course, uh, uh, always at EricAsher.com, always on our social media platforms, and always on the WLAE TV YouTube page as well. So, again. Uh, Get out there and enjoy, again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. This week featuring Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports. He'll be doing double duty with us, as he does with us each and every Wednesday. And then, of course, this week on Thursday as well. Uh, Larry Holder joins us on the program today, as he usually does on a Monday, the only guest we have today. Um, and uh, today's program is brought to you by Hendrickson Junior Gin. Uh, I've been telling you about it now for a while. You've only got until March of 2023 to stock that liquor cabinet, to fill up a bunch of places in the cabinet, uh, uh, you know, for uh, uh, Henry Steptunia because um, it is flying off the shelves. Um, fast becoming one of the highest selling limited edition spirits in the super premium gin category. And why not? It's Hendrix. And, of course, uh, Leslie Gracie, uh, the master distiller, who I've talked about a lot over the last few months as a scientist by trade, um, got the opportunity to do some experimentation, as she has done with, again, um, some of the other, um, like Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, other um, of uh, the gins that are in the super premium gin category that are only there for a limited time. And uh, she came up with, again, Henry Steptunia Gin. Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, an alluring jun- juniper character, which is lengthened by deep earthy notes of locally sourced seaside uh, botanicals right there from Scotland, right there on the Scotland uh, uh, shores. Uh, fresh coastal herbs, and it, it lends itself to an unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, again, this limited edition, Henry Steptunia Gin, can be found at your favorite spirit store. Uh, it should be at your favorite restaurant or bar or demand it. It's perfect, again, for uh, coming home and grabbing a cocktail or getting together with friends and family. Uh, reach for Hendrix Neptunia Gin, only on the shelves until March of 2023. Well, a lot to talk about today. Boy, I'll tell you what, what a weekend it was. Saints get a win, a much-needed win over the Seahawks, 39-32. Uh, the Tulane Green Wave continue their, win- their winning ways. Uh, I can't say enough about the way Tulane has been playing. Uh, when you start talking about um, uh, how good this team is, uh, this is not a fluke now, folks. Anybody's thinking that Tulane's a fluke, again, you're, uh, you're, you're missing the boat on it. Uh, this is a defense that needs to be reckoned with. Uh, it's for real. And, of course, um, they took on a team in East Carolina that destroyed them last year. 52 points put on them. Uh, Tulane, after getting down early, uh, roars back 24-9 win uh, for the Green Wave. Uh, of course, uh, they are 5-1 and one now. They are 2-0 and oh in the AC. And um, I'll tell you what, they're looking good. Uh, you know, I, the more I watch Pratt, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, uh, the more he reminds me of Joe Burrow. Now, is he Joe Burrow, the guy that's going to be in the NFL, is going to be the first overall pick? No. But he's just got 
again, some of the tendencies that Burrow had. He's got the, 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 the intangibles that Burrow had, the leadership. Um, again, his ability to be able to um, uh, throw the football um, accurately. Um, his ability to run, to, to, to be able to make time for himself. You know, again, um, when, 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 when there's duress, he's finally learning to slide, right? Burrow had to do the same thing at LSU. Um, but he reminds me so much of it. Uh, you know, just how he's grown from year to year to year as we've watched him since his freshman year now. Uh, and you look at, at this team now. You know, they, they have players at the skill positions. They have um, uh, players on defense that this defense, it, it is a swarming defense. And it's, I mean, all three levels are bringing something to the table for the two-lane defense. Uh, this team is for real. This team is for real. You just, you kick yourself if you're a two-lane fan. You kick yourself if you're, if you're a member of that Green Wave football team for losing to USM. You'd be undefeated right now and you'd be ranked. They're, they're in the top 30 right now. They would be in the top 25 if they wouldn't have lost to USM. Period. They, they don't lose to Southern Miss. They're in the top 25. But it is, it's water under the bridge. Uh, the meat of the schedule is at the end of the schedule when you've got to take on Cincinnati, UCF. Um, and uh, so we'll, right now, let's see what happens as they, as they go to South Florida this weekend uh, and if they can continue to be able to, again, play at a high level. Uh, the sky's the limit for this team this year. It really is. They're a really, really good team. Now, again, LSU, look, I'm going to talk about it in a little while. This is just one of those ones when as you say, you tip your cap to the volunteers, and you say, you know what, you're the better team. Uh, LSU proved yesterday on, on Saturday they're a program that is still on, on, on the grow. Uh, it's a foundation year. I've said it since day one. Uh, they've looked good at times. They were outclassed by Tennessee. Okay, 40 to 13. Of course, they didn't help themselves. When you start turning the ball over early, okay, I mean from the, you know, the opening kickoff, right, uh, it, you put yourself in a hole against a really good team. It's hard to dig yourself out. Uh, yes, I question some of the coaching decisions as well. I don't, you know, again, I, I know what, what Kelly was thinking, that he wanted to put, that again, he wanted to be aggressive. And, and, but again, to me, I'm taking points. I'm taking the field goal. I'm taking the points. Uh, I'm not maybe being as aggressive, aggressive as he was, uh, but he felt he had to be. And look, maybe he learned something from this past weekend. Who knows? Uh, I would not have done some of the things he did. But I'm not down on, on Kelly. I mean, I, I'm going to, uh, you know, lukewarm LSU fans, hot one day, cold the next. I mean, give me a break, man. Okay, realize where the, the program is. And I talked about it. This is, the again, the genesis of maybe, again, a, a national championship program. But in a few years, 39 scholarship players having an opportunity, again, to, uh, to, to be able to have a really good recruiting class uh, that's coming up. The, the recruiting class they got wasn't bad, using the transfer portal to its fullest. And then, of course, the last class of Ed Ogeron, which I'm telling you was a pretty good, darn good class. Uh, you take, the, again, the, the, those, those sophomores, uh, the freshmen this year, and then, the, and then the freshmen next year. And I'm telling you, if all those guys come in and sign, they're as good as advertised, you got yourself an opportunity to be able to grow like a Tennessee team did, who are now fourth in the nation. That wasn't my accident. They built that program. Okay. I mean, everybody thinks, again, just because you put on an LSU uniform that that's the LSU teams of the past. It's not. And they got their, they, they got their ass handed to them this weekend. There's no doubt about it. But it was the better team. LSU now 4-2, 2-1 and two, two and two, two and one in the conference. Uh, and, you know, we'll see how this kind of plays out now. I'm going forward for the Tigers. I expect them to rebound. I really do. But uh, they, get just, they, got beat, uh, they got beat by a better team on, um, on, uh, on Saturday. And, uh, of course, now you're looking at, um, you know, a team that 
maybe looking at swoons a little bit. Can't look at that long. I'll tell you right now, Florida in the swamp this weekend. Uh, another huge challenge for the uh, for the LSU Tigers. Uh, I'm going to get into the. Uh, I'm going to get into the Pelicans a little bit later on the program. Really like what I see. I've seen two games. Didn't see the San Antonio game last night. I know that was on Pelicans.com. Didn't have a chance to. My, my daughter was in town, so didn't get a chance. Looking forward to seeing them this week, though. They'll be on Fox 8 on Friday, the final preseason game from Birmingham. Uh, I like what I'm seeing out of this team. Uh, the depth, uh, again, once again, uh, it is a team. They, they, these guys enjoy being around each other. Uh, they pull for each other. And they've got some quality players on this on this roster. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the program. And, of course, you know, the mayor just doesn't learn her lesson. She just does not learn her lesson. She, again, took a trip. Uh, you know, she's actually in Amsterdam right now uh, at a conference that, again, was supposed to be a, making the city more inclusive, equitable, and welcoming. It, it is a BS junket, period, the end. Okay, now, she'll pay for accommodations that need to be upgraded, but these are the type of things that, again, that, that, that there should be laws against. You want to go on these things? You pay for them yourselves. Have your campaign pay for them. Uh, at a time when crime is out of control and she is spending more time abroad or more time, again, outside of the city than inside the city, uh, there's an issue here. Uh, again, she's lying every time she gets on national television, deflecting on, on uh, that, that to... Um, uh, that every, every other, everything else is a problem except her. Uh, the DA is a problem. The courts are, courts are a problem. The police department is a problem. Again, uh, you know, uh, the, the business community, everybody's a problem. Everybody else has issues except her. Meanwhile, she continues to stay rent-free in the upper Pentalba apartments. Nobody's doing anything about that, you know, claiming that the former mayors uh, did the same. They did not. They did. There has been no evidence to prove that any other former mayor, again, in recent times, Let's just say since Katrina, okay, has stayed in the upper Pentalba apartments and made that their domicile. But yet she continues to, again, thumb her nose at the end, the policy and the laws of the city of New Orleans. You know, how do you expect the people to follow the laws, okay, if the mayor doesn't follow the law? But she continues along this path and just thumb her nose, again, that those that continue to be able to call her out on, on the things that she's doing that, again, again, are either against the law or against policy. And these junkets... I told you a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen, she came in, in the second term. It's party time, party time. She's going to party all the time. She's not worried about, again, the city. She's worried about, again, what can she squeeze out of her last term for her? And that means seeing the world on the city's dime. And that's just wrong. That's just absolutely wrong. All right. Going uh, to take an early break here. When I come back, I'm going to jump into the New Orleans Saints. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I'll tell you this on Friday. And look, I, I know there are a lot of people that are that are on the um, on the fence about generators. And all you got to do is look at what happened in Florida uh, with the hurricane. What happened to us with Ida last year? And, and even not just the hurricanes, okay? Which is one of the reasons why I got the generator. But I'm gonna tell you what the peace of mind. You know, I, I get. I, I am so frustrated with energy, and have been so frustrated with energy for years now, going back to Katrina. Okay, because uh, I did the research, and I again I know again uh, the the, uh, the lack of attention to detail, the the, the lack of again hardening the system uh, that should have been done. M- money again, just living basically off again of, of the citizens of this community having to be able to pay for the hardening of the system, the replacement of the system after a catastrophic event because they're not doing what they need to do. Now there is a little bit more of a spotlight that on there now, but I'm telling you right now, public service commission uh, elections are coming up. Uh, eventually, again, the, the, the city council, the city of New Orleans, is gonna, the, those council member seats will be up. And you've got to remember these times. 
you got to remember, again, those are the ones that ultimately regulate energy and make energy, again, do what they need to do to be good corporate citizens and, and what they need to do to be able to keep the power run in the city. Happened to me on Friday night. Uh, uh, on Thursday night, pardon me. Uh, 12.07, uh, waiting on uh, – I'm doing my work. My wife's waiting on, on my daughter to come in uh, from Chicago. She got delayed, um, and, and, and the flight didn't come in until almost 2.30. So normally she'd be in bed, but the power goes out. And thank goodness, again, my generator kicked in and we had power. Power was out for four and a half hours. And why? Again, equipment failure. That's what we're dealing with now, equipment failure. So for your loved ones, for your peace of mind, okay, to be able to make sure your business will continue to run, uh, you have to make the decision on, again, whether you need to, again, invest in your home, invest in your business, and buy a generator. If you're going to, go with the pros. Go with a company that, that, again, will be there before and after the sale, that has expertise, that, again, long before, again, some of the other companies were listening, uh, to, uh, or, or, or were listening to the manufacturer and placing those generators where they needed to be so they could safely, uh, so they can safely operate, Burkhardt was ahead of the curve. Burkhardt has a, 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 a group of, uh, of generator uh, installers. That's all they do. That's all they do. Uh, from planning to permits to inspections, their dedicated generator team is second to none. And then, of course, Jason Burkhardt, an expert. He'll come to your home, sit down with you. He'll explain everything you need to know about generators for your home or your business. He's not trying to hard sell you. He's going to explain what, 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 what is out there. You make the decision. If you decide to go with Burkhardt, you can finance it over time with low monthly notes. Also, a new install quality check after one month. That means they come out to your home, walk you through a tutorial, make sure you know exactly how to operate whatever system they install for you, no matter what it is, including generators. And with Burkhart, they'll give you a single-day install. They have generators in their warehouse right now with your name on it. All you got to do is, again, make the phone call. Single-day install. At Burkhart, also, they offer 24-7, 365 emergency service with all the parts you need for your generator. It breaks down. You're there for you in an emergency. But also, how about maintaining that generator? Making sure that generator, again, is operating when you need it. Burkhardt has a maintenance plan for you, again, that you can get involved in, and they will maintain the generator for you no matter where you purchased it from. Burkhardt will do that for you. You want a generator for your home or business? You want that peace of mind of knowing that if the power goes out of your neighborhood, your electricity stays on. Your power stays on. Contact my friends at Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks of Tunia Gin. We'll be right back talking about the New Orleans Saints. Don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Discover. Some banks can make it complicated to redeem credit card rewards, but with Discover... You can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. 10 westbound your delays are steady from just past Bonneville to Clearview. Also look out for delays steady on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power. Also look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City Connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. 
Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Using innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to life like never before, coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Larry Holder will join us at 535. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix. I'm tuning you, Jim. Hey, it's only on the, on the shelves for a limited amount of time. It's a wonderful gin. Uh, again, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, and alluring juniper character, lengthened with uh, deeply uh, deep earthly notes of uh, locally sourced seaside Scottish uh, botanicals, uh, fresh coastal herbs. Look, there's a crisp fi- a citrus finish to the end. Uh, it's unlike any gin that you've tasted. Uh, get out there if you're a gin drinker and, uh, and try it. If you're not, I, I really would... <laughs> I would encourage you to try uh, Henry Steptunia Gin. It may be your next your, your next go-to spirit. Again, part of, again, the great portfolio of William Grant and, of course, part of Henry's Gin's portfolio as well. Saints 39, Seahawks 32. Look, everybody knows this is a must-win for the Saints, okay? They're now 2-3. and three. Uh, the and What we know is now that based on what we've seen after five weeks, uh, the margin for this, this, uh, for, for this team is small. I mean, they lost to Carolina. Carolina fires their coach today. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later on with Sean Payton. There are some out there that are touting Sean Payton for the Carolina job here in New Orleans, which I can't understand. I cannot understand that. Uh, you know, why would you want Sean Payton in your division? And I'll get into it a little bit later on the program. But, you know, you lost to Tampa Bay. Tampa's proven, again, they're not as good as everybody thought they were. You know, Minnesota won again this week. That was Minnesota was beat, beatable last week. And you got Burrow and Cincinnati, and again a host of ex Saints, ex LSU players, and ex Tulane players coming into the dome on Sunday. So you know they're going to be ready to go. You know they're going to be ready to go. But it was a big win for this team. This team needed this win so bad. Look at starts with Andy Dalton, and and look, remember, I was all in favor of Jameis Winston being the start of this team before the injury. I still cannot believe that Allen played him against Tampa and against Carolina after the injury. He cost this team two games. He really did. I'm not saying Dalton wins both, but I'm saying they have a better chance of winning with Dalton, considering, again, the outcome of both of those games. With that said, he hasn't been spectacular by no stretch of the imagination, but he's been steady. He's not been perfect, but one thing I can tell you right now, something he's done that, that, that Winston has not done, even during his time, Last year, in the first seven games, he's made the offensive line better. Better. Why? Because he gets the ball out quickly. He's made the receivers better. Why? Because he throws them open. How long have I been talking about throwing, throwing the receivers open? The difference between Jameis Winston and Drew Brees. It's the same thing with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton throws players open. He throws it to a spot. And once he gets the timing down with the receivers, and again, they're, they're on the same page, uh, watch out. But even right now, because there's been such an inf- uh, instability within, within the wide receiver court with the pass catchers, that's tough on a, on a, on a quarterback. Um, he's accurate in tight windows. James Winston is not. Okay, James Winston has an arm, and as I said since day one, going, James, going back to when he's at Tampa Bay, he's always u- utilized that arm and saying, okay, I'm going to wait till the guy makes his break. Boom, I'm going to let the ball go because i got an arm that can beat a defensive back. And maybe he does sometimes, but sometimes he doesn't. And that turns into turnovers. Okay? He doesn't have Winston's arm. He doesn't. Okay? He'll never have Winston's arm. Okay? But he can run this breeze offense. And that's what it is. It's the breeze offense right now still. Um, Remember this also. He hasn't had Michael Thomas. He hasn't had Jarvis Landry. And up until this week, he didn't have Alvin Kamara available to him. By the time the game ended yesterday, he didn't have a lobby with him either. You know who he was working with? 
He was working with Callaway, Smith, Johnson, Troutman, and Kirkwood. Kirkwood just got signed to the to the, to the practice squad and brought up to the um, to the um, uh, active roster. By the way, Tony Jones taking off the uh, Saints practice squad today, much like uh, Latavius Murray last week. He is now a Seattle Seahawk with Penny going down. You don't think the rest of the NFL still thinks the Saints got talent? This is the third team now in two weeks that have raided the Saints practice squad and put, put again, veterans on their active roster. It's a talented team still. Problem is, again, self-inflicted wounds. Look, I think we, we, we saw what, what I think is going to be the key to the success for this team going forward on Sunday, running the football, okay? Uh, it's been the core of recent success. Last week it was Murray. This week it was a combination of uh, Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. Look, Alvin Kamara is where it starts. Having him on the field, first of all, even as a decoy, but even as not as a decoy, Again, defenses have to account for him. He opens up everything else on the offense when he's on the field. Yesterday, 23 carries, 103 yards rushing, six uh, catches for 91 yards, including a 54-yard catch and run. Uh, he did fumble for the second consecutive week in a row, and he's got to get that data cleaned up. But he was running through defenders and running away from defenders all, all game long. Can't say enough about what Alvin Kamara brought to the table yesterday. I mean, he looked quick. He looked, he looked like Alvin. With Ingram. You know, lacking the burst that he once had. And this is one of the reasons why I was a little upset about Murray last week. Murray was fresh. He's a bigger back. He runs up more upright. Um, and, it look, and look, I have nothing but love with it for Ingram, okay? He is a, a Saints Hall of Famer and will be a first ballot Saints of Hall of Famer. I'm sure those guys that make those decisions, once his name comes up, he's in. Uh, he's been a great uh, player for the organization, for the locker room. But he's been in the league 12 years. A lot of wear and tear on that body. And you're seeing it. You see flashes at times of, again, the old Ingram, but not consistently, okay? He doesn't have that burst he once had. Murray showed last week, again, that he had that burst. To me, Taysom is going to be doing what Murray did. He's now going to have to have a big part of this physical running game. The dude was all-world yesterday, okay, all-world. Four touchdowns total, nine rushes, 112 yards, three touchdowns. He had a 60-yard TD where I'm watching him, looking at himself in, on the jumbo trail to see who's catching him. And when that dude gets, a, get, gets ahead of steam and he, and he gets in front of you, I don't care where you are. This dude, he's just too fast, and he's too physical. He had, we had one, one throw, which I'm glad to finally see again. They, they're allowing him to throw out of that formation. I mean, if, if you're going to run, 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 the, the, the defense is going to consider you, again, a runner. And, again, they caught uh, Seattle off guard with, again, the 22-yard touchdown pass to Troutman. So he was one for one there. Uh, he had three kickoff returns to 69 yards, and he covered punch yesterday. I mean, just an amazing – I mean, just a Superman effort. Put an S on the dude's chest, okay? No, I don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. But what he did yesterday is what he can do every single week for this team if he's healthy. That's the only thing I worry about with Taysom Hill. He's brittle. He's been, he was injured his entire career at Brigham Young. And, of course, now again with New Orleans, he's been often injured as well. If he can stay healthy and continue to put up the type of numbers he did yesterday, this is going to bode well for this offense because they need his physical running style and they need his jack-of-all-trades uh, ability. Look, he didn't even catch a pass yesterday. That's the only thing he didn't do, okay? Um, when I look at the situation right now, again, we have all these injuries to playmakers. It, it's got to be Taysom Hill right now that's got, that's got to be stepping in to fill that void. Yes, Alvin Kamara, no doubt. But Taysom Hill has to fill this void. 
Hopefully Carmichael sees that and does what he did yesterday in utilizing his talents. Look, there's no doubt Dalton has made the offensive line look better. But this is a line that we know now. We've known for a while, right? They're at their best when the Saints are running the football, when they're allowing the, the line to get out on screens, okay? Carmichael has to play the strength of that, okay? Let Dalton manage the game and let his offensive line be physical. When you put them in a position where they constantly have to go into pass blocking, they've been porous at best. I mean, they, you know, they almost got Jameis Winston killed, okay, uh, because of the hits he was taking. And, look, it's been, it's been kind of like that for the last year or so, right? Uh, again, Breeze made them better in the passing game because he got the ball out quickly. He made the pre-snap reads. Again, he set up the, 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 the blocking schemes for the offense, but also knew he was going with the football before the ball was snapped. That's not Jameis. That's not Jameis, Okay. You see Breeze going through his progressions, but he would go through them quickly. You see the mirror image of that in Dalton. Dalton goes through his progressions. He understands that he's got to get the ball out quickly. He's getting the ball in about 2.9 seconds, and that's why you're seeing the success with the offensive line. On the flip side, if you allow them to be physical and you run the football, that is when they're at their best. That is when they're at their best. So to me, going forward, Carmichael's got to realize this and say, okay, we have to establish the run. One way or the other, we have to establish the run. We have to be a more physical team, and we have to start running downhill because that's what, again, the, the, what your offensive line does best now. It is, it is what it is. When you have to pass, you know you got a guy that can get the ball out quickly, and he's accurate. Troutman and Johnson have to step up. they got to be more consistent, especially with Thomas Landry, possibly Olave out now with the, with the, the concussion. So, at the, at the, you know, again, uh, Troutman has been inconsistent in catching the football. Johnson has been spectacular at times, but they've got to be consistent. Holt, again, another tight end, played fullback yesterday, okay? Well, the tight end position doesn't have to be spectacular with the exception of what? Taysom Hill, right? They've got to be physical blockers. They've got to catch the football when it comes to them. Overall, 430, 438 yards of offense, not too shabby. But still had, again, the two turnovers and still had 57 yards in penalties. Six, six penalties accepted for 57 yards. That's got to be cut down even more. And I know it's not the 101 last year, last week, but I told you before, there's at least three big penalties there in that 101 uh, that, again, should have never been called, that were full calls, that if they're, they're not there, they're probably in the 50 range in, in terms of penalties. But they've got to clean it up. They're killing themselves with the penalties, whether they're extending drives or killing drives. On defense, the, the tail of the tape yesterday was one thing. Six plays of over 20 yards or more. Can't happen. I'm sorry, this defense has been a bend-but-not-break defense in a lot of cases, but they did not give up the big play last year. They haven't really given up the big play in the last two years. They have been a team that stops the run, and then, of course, then they allow themselves to be able to swarm on the, on the second and third levels You know, when, when teams have to pass. Now, injuries are part of that. There's no doubt about that when you look at, it, at some of the problems they're having, but it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's the NFL. And there were some thing, off-season moves that were made that should not have been made by Loomis that maybe could have cured that. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I'll say it again. Odebo is not as advertised. All I heard during camp was Odebo, Odebo is the second coming uh, of, again, the greatest cornerback uh, 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 in the history of the game. Uh, he's going to have a fantastic year. Obviously, the, again, the high ankle sprain slowed him down and hurt him. But, again, he has regressed based on what we've seen since he's come back. Now, it could be injury-related, okay? It could be injury-related, 
but he's making some, some, some big-time mistakes. Let me tell you something right now. JT Gray should never play safety. You should never see him playing defense for the New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry. I love him as a special teams player. He is an all-pro type special teams player. He's one of the best in the league. But, ladies and gentlemen, the dude should never be playing in the defensive backfield. When I saw 48 running out there last night, I was going, oh, yesterday afternoon, I was going, oh, wait a minute. There's big trouble now. Okay? It's just not his forte. It's just not his forte. Uh, great special teams player, but he's a liability in coverage. They're missing May. They brought Chris Harrison yesterday, who, again, got, got caught on a play and ended up, ended up being a touchdown. He was a lost ball in high weed yesterday. And let me tell you something. All this talk about Evans coming over from Tampa, you know, again, after sitting out a year and being, again, the guy that was going to be great in the back, he's just an average player. He's an average player. Give me Gardner Johnson every day, all day, okay? Okay, everybody talk. Evans is going to come in and take Gardner Johnson. No, he's not. He hasn't. He has not. Okay, those guys had to play late yesterday consistently throughout the, the because of injuries. They didn't get it done. Marcus Smith's got to get back on the field for this team. Period. The end. Hopefully, Lattimore's injury is not severe. They need him. Okay, with the abdominal injury again. Uh, when uh, I'm trying to think, of, I think it was uh, Metcalf that fell on him uh, on his, on his stomach, and he wasn't able to return. Hopefully, that's not a tear. And uh, I'm going to look at the in the. Uh, in the break to see if, again, they've, they've made any announcement about him one way or the other. But uh, hopefully his injury is not severe. The secondary got burned yesterday with big plays versus Seahawks. No other way to put it. Can't sugarcoat it. They got burned. Period. The end. Burned. Across the board. Let me say this about Cam Jordan. And I've been telling you this, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, okay, uh, he is far from done. He's been the best defensive lineman on this team this year. And I don't care how advanced age he is. He's still the man. Okay? He is still the man on defense. It's still his defense, okay? He had three tackles yesterday, two solo, 1.5 sacks, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, and he pressured Smith all day long. I mean, when they needed a big play, Cam Jordan was there. Okay, so all this about Cam Jordan. Cam, look, y'all been saying it for years. Cam Jordan is slipping. Cam Jordan still has to. At one point I watched, on the, uh, and I haven't watched the game a second time yet, but at one point I stopped the, uh, uh, the, the, the DVR to be able to take a look. He got chipped by three different players, running back, tight end, and then, and then the uh, offensive tackle. And that is the norm for Cam Jordan. That's the norm for Cam Jordan. He's, just, he's been playing great. Okay, I don't care what age he is. He's like a fine wine. He just gets better with age. Um, if you take away Walker's 69-yard run, and look, it's hard to do that because that was just a debacle, right? Saints hold a, a Seahawks under 100, 100 yards rushing. But the reality is 151 yards, okay, which needs to be better. Can't give up these big plays of these splash plays, 60, you know, six, six of them over 20 yards. Cannot do it, okay? Roach, told you last week I thought he'd be a welcome addition. He's just, he has the ability to rush the passer from the interior, but also he's physical at the point of attack. And, again, he was welcome to come back. Look, Davenport, after a real slow start, if you watched him over the last two games, Played pretty well. He's not getting the sacks. He's not getting, again, uh, maybe the, uh, the tackles for loss. But he is getting close. Which has been kind of the M.O. of Davenport throughout his whole career. Uh, now, would I rather have Hendrickson? All day, every day, today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Okay? But Loomis made the decision, along with, again, that's a Sean Payton decision as well, okay, to let him go. Big mistake. 
Uh, he's going to be harassing Dalton all week long, all, all, all day long on, on Sunday. Uh, he's that good. But I thought Onyemata uh, played well, and I thought Grandison played well as, um, you know, on, on the defensive line. I really did. Um, Grandison got injured, injured at one point. Um, but it was good to see Roach back with Onyemata. Uh, you know, Shai Tuttle got that, got that penalty, which, you know. But he's played pretty good on the inside. But they've got to be better. Look, in order for this defense to be a top defense like they were, They've got to be able to stop the run. That's number one. And then, and then turn it over to the secondary, which in the past has been, you know, hard to throw on. With injuries, they've been a little bit porous. But we'll see how it plays out. Look, the second level, look, Werner has consistently been the best defender on, on the field on the second level. And honestly, you, you could put him right there neck and neck with, with Cam Jordan. He's been spectacular. I still say they should have signed Quan Alexander. And I'll continue to say that because, again, we know Werner's been often injured, and injuries happen at that linebacker position. But they didn't do it. They moved on. Werner's your guy, and he's proven, again, the coaching staff correct. This guy is a player. He's all over the field. Uh, some are saying Demario Davis looks old. I ain't seeing it. I, I don't know what y'all looking at, okay? He might not be making the tackles because Werner's making the tackles, but, again, he's right there. And you got to count for Demario Davis every single down. So, again, he's playing well. Ellis is also getting times on ta- time on tax now. You look at, uh, at Ellis, he got to play a lot yesterday. Um, I'll say it again. With the exception of the six plays over 20 yards, the defense has been pretty steady. They've got to cut down these big plays that, 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 uh, or it's going to bite them. And they got, number one, got to stop the run. And they've got to get healthy. They've got to get healthy on the back end. The secondary is, is, is injured right now. And um, if, if Lattimore is injured, I don't know what they're doing next week. Okay? I don't know what they're doing next week. But we'll see how it plays out. Callaway and Taysom look like they're going to be returners going forward. Hardy's got a, a significant toe injury. He's going to miss time. Uh, but the coverage teams have to be better. And, look, I love Gilligan. Okay, he's been a great punter for this team since Morstead. But you cannot shank a punt when this team desperately needs you to boom one and, and to be able to pin the team deep, deep. And that's what happened yesterday against Seattle. Now, look, it's not all the time. He's more, more consistently he's, he's putting the ball, you know, deep and, and making it either either unreturnable or, again, allowing the return teams to get there. Uh, but, um, you know, you can't shake one like you did yesterday. Uh, you know, it's all about field position. And he's been, he's been a pretty good uh, guy to flip the field. Um, you look at Lutz, I'm going to say right now, based off what we've seen this season, and he's missed some, some kicks, I would never hesitate, if I'm Allen, from 60 on in to put him out there. If I'm in a situation where I'm 60 on in, especially indoors, I'm saying put him out there and let him kick because we know he has the leg to do it. We know he's being consistent. I'll give uh, Carmichael now a, a lot of credit for, again, a solid game plan yesterday. Uh, it's a huge win for the Saints. It's a must win for the Saints. They dug themselves a hole. Uh, they were much more disciplined, I thought, overall yesterday. But they still made critical mistakes. I mean, the six plays over 20 yards can't happen. Those penalties and turnovers cannot happen. Okay. But let me say this. Let's be honest. It's an injured football team right now. Okay, Loomis really messed up by not taking the bye uh, this week when, when, the, when the NFL offered it. Now they have to wait all the way to week 14. And it doesn't look good when, again, you're injured and teams continue to pick off players off your practice squad that you could probably elevate to your active roster. Okay, like I said, two last week uh, and, and, and Tony Jones t- today uh, taken off uh, by this time by Seattle. Because Penny, again, broke his fibula yesterday, and he's out for the year. Um, I think the Saints have to change their identity on offense. I think we thought this was going to be a high-powered offense with Winston and all these wide receivers. I think, I, got, I think we've got to think 
twice about that now. I think the coaching staff has to adjust now with all the injuries and become more of a physical team. Allow this, allow this offensive line to be physical and run and allow Kamara, Taysom Hill, uh, and Ingram to be able to run the football. And, and then, again, take what the defense gives you in terms of uh, the ability of Dalton to be able to uh, be accurate, especially, in, again, in, in, these, uh, in these small windows. Uh, and, and also, you know, we might not have the big game, you know, the, you know throwing the bombs downfield to Olave, but methodically moving up the field, taking time off the clock, which is going to help an injured defense. Uh, and, of course, injuries in the secondary are, are significant because there's a big drop-off from the starters to the backup. So, look, this is a huge one. I said it earlier when I started the monologue. Uh, Cincinnati is coming in with Joe Burrow and a whole bunch of ex-LSU players, ex-Tulane players, and ex-Saint players. And if you don't think those guys are pointing to this game to be in that dome, and besides that, all the LSU, play, all the LSU fans that are going to be in that dome with Joe Burrow jerseys on, uh, come on, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a big one. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see, again, how that crowd is as well. How, many of that crowd, how much of that crowd is going to be a pro-LSU Joe Burrow crowd? How much of that crowd is going to be pro-Saints? It's a big one for the Saints because you put yourself in a hole now. You know, this was not a must-win a couple weeks ago if you beat Carolina, okay? If you, if you don't, again, go 3-3 and then, and then blow the game in the second half uh, against Tampa, okay? If you don't turn the ball over and have all the self-inflicted wounds against Minnesota, it's a must-win now. You can't, you, you've got to get back to 500, at least get even here, even though it's an AFC team. be interesting to see again how the Saints play that out. Uh, Going to get into LSU and Tulane. Also, the Pelicans in, in, in the second hour. I will say this. Um, as I mentioned, I, I, I am just ecstatic about Tulane. I just think Tulane is, Tulane's got a really good football team, and, and especially for the AAC. Uh, they, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Now, again, the, the back end of the schedule for Tulane is, is very, very difficult, uh, but you got to like the way that, that, that Tulane is playing. Uh, I mentioned about LSU, and we'll get into that in the second hour as well. Uh, this is one of those ones, and I'm not one that, that ever says this. You, you'll rarely hear me say this, right, that uh, I feel like uh, you just got to burn the film and say forget about it. This is one of those ones, ones you got to burn the film. I will say this about the Pelicans before we get out of here. They look really talented and deep. Let me start with Herman Gomez, okay? Look, he played with, against the best in Europe, okay, over the summer. He was the MVP of the, of the Euro uh, turn, tournament. Uh, he is so much more confident in all aspects of his game right now. There's no hesitation in his game. Uh, he's going to merit playing time. This is going to be Willie Green's biggest issue. Trey Murphy, you can see his body's bigger. He's expanded his range. Much like Herman Gomez, he's so much more confident, okay? He's a better and more willing defender. And, and also, I think, again, he's, he has that outside. He's an outside shooter, but yet he, he's willing to go to the hole. We saw that last year. He's expanded his range. That's going to be dangerous. Alvarado, I read where he worked out with Tony Parker. How great is that? Okay, that's only going to make him a more complete guard, especially in the paint. You know, Zion, look, he's the best shape of his, of his career. There's no doubt about it. You see him out there, and you're going, he wows you still even now. Uh, he's unstoppable inside. He's a better free throw shooter. We see that already. But he hasn't empathy. Now it's only a couple games, right? He hasn't really shown an improvement on the defensive end. Not the one I was looking for. Um, that mid-range game is not there yet. Um, maybe we'll see it as the season goes along. But he's unstoppable inside. Absolutely unstoppable inside. Devontae Graham. Look, he looks like the player that the Pels traded for. 
Um, and look, you heard Ali Gasol and I talk about this throughout the offseason. Don't give up on this guy yet. Let's see what happens when he plays with Zion. And I think you're seeing it right now. He's a knockdown shooter. His confidence level is off the charts right now. He's going to be a force all season long. And, I mean, that's just a few of the observations that I had just based off of two games. Uh, but there's a deep team. It's a team that gets along. It's a team that loves each other. Uh, the, the, there's a, a really good camaraderie, which, again, you need, especially with an NBA team, 82 games you got to be together. So, again, you've got to have that with, uh, within a team. And I think the biggest challenge right now for the coaching staff is how do you get everybody keep everybody happy with playing time? It's a good problem to have, but how do you keep everybody happy? How deep can they go? Can they go 10 deep? I mean, can they play 10 players a night? Because, again, they, they, I think that they merit 10 players playing based on, again, uh, what they have in terms of talent. So we'll see how he's, gonna, how he's going to have his ro- – how he's going to make his rotations going forward. And, look, it's not a bad thing if you don't have to play Zion Williamson a lot of minutes throughout the entire season and you have him fresh for the playoffs, right? So this could turn out to be a really good thing for, you know, a C.J. McCollum, for a Brandon Ingram, for a Zion, if they can get the help from, again, that second and third units where there's not a significant drop-off and they're still able to score, they're still able to defend, and, again, you're not seeing them lose leads because, again, you're having to go with those second and third teams. If that's the case, man, this turns out to be a really good thing because, again, it's the deepest and the healthiest teams that usually move on in the, in the playoffs. Hopefully, again, that will be the case for the New Orleans Pelicans. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your AC system, whether you're looking to install a new system at your home or your business, industrial, commercial, residential, or if you're looking for a company that you can trust to be able to repair your system, get you up and running, not keep you waiting for hours and hours, but again, give me that 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Deptunia Gin. Uh, again, uh, Leslie Gracie, the uh, best of the stiller for our friends over at Hendrix Deptunia Gin, uh, put together uh, this uh, fa- fantastic uh, gin from the Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, again, uh, uh, based off of uh, the... Uh, uh, the, the Scottish seaside and the botanicals that uh, that, uh, that that you get, um, it has turned out to be a fantastic spirit for uh, for Hendrix. It's hot. It's coming off the off, off the shelves quickly. You only have to March of 2023 to get yours. Get it now. That's again Hendrix Neptunia Gin, uh, limited edition gin, the super premium category. That is again just hot, hot, hot. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code IMPACT at checkout. That's harrys.com, code IMPACT. Enjoy! All-American Monday is back. We should throw a party. The season premieres you've been waiting for are here. And first on All-American. We should talk. I agree. There's only one question on everybody's mind. Did you two break up? Then catch all the drama. I'm here to win. Of All-American Homecoming. Simone, you will never beat me. And you'll never beat me. The season premieres of All-American and All-American Homecoming. All new Monday on The CW. Monday at 7 on NOLA 38, The CW. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. If anything has tossed, uh, taught us anything after Ida, you need an insurance agent that has your back that's going to go above and beyond when it comes to insurance. 
At Damiana Insurance, they search over 50 companies to give you the best price for auto, home, life, business, health, and commercial insurance needs. A trusted neighbor since 1958, Damiana Insurance Agency services the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes. Call, click, or come in today to one of our neighborhood offices at 504-556-0809 or to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-G.com. You want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809. You want an insurance insurance agent that's got your back? It's Dave Mead Insurance. That's Dave Mead Insurance, 504-556-0809. Eric Asher with you to six. Uh, Today's program brought to you by Henrik's Lieutenant Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back. Companies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hour number two 
of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you till 6. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Free download for your smartphone or tablet, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. should be able to find that fairly easily. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, again, our uh, our uh, social media platform. So uh, join the conversation there. And this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it will feature Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports, who will join us this Thursday. 1 o'clock, live broadcast on LAE. Also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. And then, of course, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. That's WLATV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the uh, Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Larry Holder is our only guest today. He will join us at 5.35. And, of course, today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Um, Fastest-selling, limited-edition spirit in the super-premium gin category. And um, it starts with uh, Leslie Gracie. Uh, she is the master distiller for uh, Hendrix Gin. Um, of course, they are uh, distilled in southwest Scotland. It's uh, been created at Henrik's Gin's Gin Palace on the rugged um, Ayrshire coast of um, southwest Scotland. Uh, Henrik's Neptunia was inspired by uh, the, the waves and, of course, the botanicals and um, uh, the botanical pairings that Leslie Gracie, uh, the master distiller, was able to uh, put together as she, she strolled the local beaches, beaches of, um, of Scotland. Uh, she is a scientist by uh, trade. And a master distiller, uh, again, uh, extraordinaire. And uh, she extracted the magic allure of the, of the sea and bottled it in a gin. Uh, the aroma is second to none, that fresh notes of citrus. Uh, the juniper character lengthened by deeply deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, that unmistakable crisp finish. You can taste it with each and every sip. And, of course, uh, typical, again, the... The, the labeling and the bottle, just, I mean, just really nice. It lo- will look nice on your liquor cabinet. That's one of the great things about William Grant. It's one of the things they do uh, with, again, the, the artwork and, and the way the bottles look. And then, you know, easy to, to mix. I talked to you about Hendrix Neptunia uh, Fizz, uh, Hendrix Neptunia uh, and Tonic, Hendrix Neptunia Curiosity Cuba Margarita, Hendrix Neptunia Gimlet. You can find all these recipes at Hendrix uh, Neptunia Gin's um, uh, website. Uh, and, of course, um, uh, easy to mix. All you need is Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, you know, whether it's get casual get-togethers, whether you're getting, uh, they're getting going to a, a tailgate party. Uh, maybe, again, you're, you're, one of, you're one of those folks like myself that you don't mind trying new spirits. Really got that from going from years to tales of the cocktail. Man, get out there and try uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. It is the latest in terms of... Um, of uh, the super premium gems in the limited edition category, uh, Hendrix uh, uh, Midsummer Solstice, Henry Hendrix Lunar, and of course uh, now Hendrix uh, Neptunia Gin. Uh, get out there and buy a bottle. You can get it at your favorite spirit store. It's at all the top spirit stores. And if it's not at your favorite restaurant or for a favorite bar, uh, make sure that you demand it. It's Henry's Neptunia Gin. It's only around until March of 2023. It'd be a nice addition to uh, your liquor cabinet. And uh, great to pull out for folks that come over. You know, and, and it's something that maybe is a little bit different than what you've gotten uh, recently. Uh, or, again, if you're a gin drinker, something that maybe, again, uh, that flavor profile that you've never tasted before. All part of, again, uh, the, the uh, portfolio of William Grant and, of course, Hendrix Gin. All right. Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Get it today. All right. Let's, uh, 
want to talk a little bit more about uh, – we talked about the Saints in the first hour. Look, uh, briefly, I'll say it again. Uh, I think we may have found the, the recipe for success for the Saints on offense. They got to run the football. Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, utilizing their skill set, not being afraid to put Hill at the quarterback position, to be able to run from that from that formation, or again, to throw the ball when teams are playing him to run. I uh, got no issue with that. Um, you, uh, you look at the injuries right now to the wide receiver position. Olave now going out with a concussion. Hopefully he'll be back this week. But look, the NFL's clamped down on concussions now. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee he won't miss another week. You know, so you got Thomas, Landry, and Olave out. Uh, Hardy is now going to be out with his toe injury. Uh, so they're getting down to, again, kind of like the receivers they had last year on, the, on, this, on this roster. The fact that uh, Dalton get the ball out quickly uh, in about 2.9 seconds. He's a, he is an accurate passer in, in, in tight windows, and he really fits the breeze profile for this offense, really plays into it. But the offensive line is so much better when you run the football. They're a physical offensive line. Uh, when they don't have to pass block constantly, again, where they're, where they're you know, getting beat, uh, you know, they're in a better position. So hopefully we'll see that going forward. Uh, on defense, it, it comes down to this. Stop the run, something they did not do, not doing consistently now, and you cannot give up six plays of 20 yards or more. The, the big plays will kill you, and, and again, our death down for a defense. And they did that this weekend. Uh, the secondary is beat up right now. And let's hope that Adebo can get well quickly, that May will get back on the field, and that Lattimore's injury is not severe where he will be out for any length of time. Because right now, they're in trouble in the secondary. Uh, calling C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Calling C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Oh, that's right. He's in Philadelphia. Uh, Cam Jordan is playing great. He's playing out of his mind. Warren has been the best player on the field. I mean, uh, the, the, the give credit where credit's due. Uh, and uh, this is a big one against Cincinnati this weekend. As far as the Tulane Green Wave goes, if you're not paying attention, Tulane is a pretty damn good football team this year. They're five and one. They're two and zero in the S in the AJC, uh, along with Cincinnati, who's two and zero, and UCF, which is one and zero. They'll play those two teams at the end of the season. That's murderous row for them. Uh, look, they're they're in the top thirty according to the AP. If they don't lose to Southern Miss, they're in the top twenty-five. Period. The end. It starts with a swarming defense. That de- they smother opponents. I'm telling you, I love watching defense play. All three levels. It, it really is a thing of beauty to see, again, the cohesion within the unit. Okay? Uh, they're tough. They're hard-nosed. they got playmakers at every level. I'm just going to throw a bunch of names out there. Anna, Williams, Clark, Monroe, Machado, Brooks. Uh, uh, what is it? Kennedy, uh, 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 Hodges, Jenkins. Two weeks in a row, Deal making a big play. On the defensive line. Jenkins quietly, again, that physical player. Freelow got hurt. Jenkins kind of moves in. Uh, I mean, they played so well on defense. I could, I could really go down the entire roster on defense because everyone has contributed. They're playing that well. They really are playing that well. And like I said, I mean, it, it's, it, it's almost like a, like, a, like a beautiful symphony, like a dance, the way they, the way they, they play defense. Uh, they, they smother you. They swarm to the ball. It's not one guy. It's two, three, four guys at one time. Um, they're really playing really good defense right now. And I said this earlier, okay, Michael Pratt reminds me of Joe Burrow. Now, he might not have the upside of Joe Burrow, number one pick, overall pick, starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, but he's fearless. He can run. He can pass. He makes time with his feet. Uh, that allows, again, the playmakers to get open. He's a leader. He's accurate. Okay, he's tough as nails. Uh, he throws the ball in tight windows, and I think he's gotten better everything, every single season that he's been at Tulane. Now, you know, there was some that were talking bad about, uh, about Pratt a few weeks ago. I'm telling you right now, this kid has got it. 
to be a quarter, what it takes to be a quarterback. He's got it. And I was sitting there watching him on, on Saturday going, man, my gosh, he reminds me of Joe Burrow. And I said that one day. I said that last year. And, of course, I got, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, dumped on on social media for saying it. But I'm telling you right now, is he Joe Burrow? And I'm doing air quotes here. No. But he's got the intangibles that Joe Burrow brings to the table uh, for Tulane. Spears is incredible, man. He's the, he is the Alvin Kamara of the Tulane team. The ability to run okay, inside or outside, physical but yet speedy back. Uh, he can catch the ball in, uh, in, 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 and also, again, be a playmaker with there. Just a pure playmaker across the board. Uh, he is the engine that makes the Tulane offense run. Uh, when he is on, huh, he's the best player on the field. And, look, this year they've got some really good players at, at the wide receiver and tight end positions. Look, I'm, you know, I have some folks on social media tell me, oh, man, I don't like the receiver. How can you not like a receiver? You don't, you don't like Keys? Keys, if Keys just gets a little bit of daylight, his speed, again, he is, he is a Division I player. He played at Notre Dame, okay? You know, Wyatt has come on. I've been telling you about James for the last few years the tight end position. He's playing on Sunday. Okay, McDougal has really again meshed with Pratt, a guy that played with him in high school, right? They, they, you know, they they say Jackson's a, t- a touchdown maker because I'm telling you he's underrated. Okay, and did you see Deuce Watts with that again man type one-handed grab in the end zone, grabbing the ball moss-like uh, for the touchdown? I mean, these pass catchers are very very talented. Um, the O line, which has been maligned in the past, winning the battle uh, at, the, at the line of scrimmage. Now, hopefully, uh, Ambrioso, who was the kicker this weekend, is the answer. Hopefully, he can stay healthy, okay, and is the answer because that's the weakest link, once again, for Tulane. The ability to be able to, again, knock down field goals so you don't have to go for it on fourth down, again, on the, on, on the opponent's side of the field. Hopefully, he is, a, he is consistent as a kicker. But this team dominated ECU. Now, you're about, again, we talked about it over the, uh, last week, didn't we? East Carolina embarrassed Tulane, physically beat them up last year when everybody thought Tulane was going to rebound against ECU. But 52 on them last week, last year. Uh, Tulane was the better team on Saturday, and it wasn't even close. East Carolina scored early. Tulane adjusted. Then he slammed the door on the Pirates. Give Fritz a lot of credit. Give his staff a lot of credit. They had, his team, they had their team ready to play, unlike Southern Miss. Now it's on to Tampa and, and South Florida on Saturday, a, a, a team you should beat. A team you should beat. So we'll see how that plays out. As far as LSU goes, 40 to 13 losers uh, to Tennessee. Look, if you're LSU and Brian Kelly, and I don't often recommend this, you watch the film, you make corrections, you burn the tape. You never look at it again. It's one of those games where early mistakes opened up the floodgates against a superior opponent, okay, Uh, that was ready to play, and LSU was not ready to play. Okay, you cannot make the type of mistakes they made early and expect a rebound from it against a team that's that much better than you. Too many turnovers, too many mistakes. Thought Brian Kelly was too aggressive. Thought again he should have went, should not have went forward on fourth, fourth down as much as he should in the first quarter for sure. You take that field goal. You need to get on the board. You need to at least score there. Okay, but again, his decision and he he talked about it in the in the post game press conference was to be very very aggressive. He felt like his team needed to be aggressive. Well, it, it backfired. It really did. I thought him and his staff were out coached, and he said as much. Um, this team was not ready to play. The two turnovers, again, uh, the missed assignments, 503 yards of offense given up by that defense. That's just uncharacteristic, man. Uh, they were dominating on the ground through the air. Uh, I mean, uh, they're, they're, the Tennessee quarterback, he was all that was advertised, wasn't he? Okay. 
Uh, game was pretty much over in the first quarter. I mean, it just was. And it's a lesson, okay? It's a lesson for the, for the fan base. It's a lesson for the team, for the program, etc. Tennessee fans took over Tiger Stadium. Okay, that was tough to watch. But again, what it has to be is a reminder to everyone, okay? This is the first year of a complete overhaul of the program. If you cannot see that plain as day, you're not paying attention. Okay, 39 scholarship players left over. I give Kelly a lot of credit when he's able to do to be able to piecemeal this team this year. But that's all it is. He's going, this is the murderer's row of, of, their, of their schedule now. This is where they're meeting the toughest teams in the Southeastern Conference, which is the toughest, team, the toughest conference in America. So, you know, as, as Kelly said, you're not going to get off or get, get away with just grit and hustle. You've got to be able to play. And you have, can't have self-inflicted wounds. And that happened on, on Saturday in Tiger Stadium. Okay? Tennessee is fourth in the nation for a reason. Okay? They rebuilt that program from scratch. Brian Kelly and LSU is going to do that as well. They're going to rebuild that program. It's just not going to be this year. So those Tiger fans that are calling for Kelly's job are morons. Okay? Morons. Really, honestly, shut up. Just shut up. Because I don't want to hear you in two years from now talking about, he's the next Nick Saban. Oh, my God. I love Brian Kelly. I've loved him from the beginning. No, because you were talking like an ass, okay, when things were going bad early. Have some patience. No matter, again, how bad of, a, uh, of an ass kicking that we saw on Saturday, have some patience with the program. On to the swamp now, Florida. <laughs> Not going to get any easier. That's for sure. No doubt about that. Uh, also, before we get out of here, I talked about this before. I'm going to tell you what, before I do that, let me, let me do this. I want to remind everybody about my friends at Suburban Roofing. 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated, fully licensed, insured, a member of the BBB. Been re-roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. My good friend Marty Scoggins does a fantastic job. Look, they replaced the roof on my, on, on, on my home after multiple adjusters came out and said I didn't need a new roof. Why? Marty Scoggins. He went up, met, out of his, took his time out of his day, went up there and met an adjuster, sat down. He said he walked the roof with him and started pointing out all the problems with the roof, and the adjuster acquiesced, said, okay, look, you're right. You need a new roof. Not only did that, he put a shingle on, on, on my roof that, again, only, that, only, uh, that uh, because of that, only 6% of roof, roofing contractors nationwide uh, are certified by shingle manufacturers would allow me to, uh, and you as well, to certify for the manufacturer's extended warranty program. So I got that going for me. The shingle that he put on, 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 my, on my home is one of the most modest shingles out there. And, and again, it's somewhat wind-resistant as well. It's not going to peel off in the next hurricane. Um, Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable. He stands behind all of, uh, of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. His skilled crews can work on any roof out there. I don't care what you got. They can work on it, and they will even hand-nail your roof. Okay, it's not about pop, pop, pop with the air gun and move on to the next job. They want to make sure your job is done right. That's because Marty Scoggins is attention to detail. Are you looking for a roofing contractor? Look no further than mine. It's Suburban Roofing. 861 Roof. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you call Suburban Roofing and Siding. 504-861-Roof. Ask for Marty. Ask for Donna, his wife. Family-owned and operated business. Taking care of New Orleans and the metropolitan area for the last two decades. Uh, I did mention this in the, in the first hour, and I just want to briefly talk about this on, on the way out before we go to Larry Holder. Look, I've been talking about junkets for um, politicians for a long time, and I'm not leaving the governor out either. The governor went to London, 
okay, for the Saints game. Look, I'm not buying the, the, the shroud and the charade that, that he went to talk to Lloyds of London about insurance. Okay, if he comes back from, from, from London and he's telling me that Lloyds of London now is going to make insurance rates cheaper for those of us that live in South Louisiana, I say job well done, Governor. Okay, but that was a shroud. That was a facade because he knew, again, of all, of all the issues that, that Cantrell was having. This was him going to London to be able to go see the Saints play. Okay, period, the end. No different. Okay, no different than what Cantrell is doing in her second, in her second term, which is, again, pretty much seeing the world on, on the city's dime. She's in Amsterdam now. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm, I'm, not trying to be, I'm not trying to be ugly here. My mom, my mom would be telling me from heaven right now, you're being ugly, son. You're being ugly, but I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to be factual. There is no way Latoya Cantrell is paying for all these international trips on her own if she's not mayor. She's not going to Amsterdam. She's not going to the French Riviera, okay? She's not going, uh, you know, to, to all these trips that we've seen through all, through all the years, uh, again, since she's been married, and even more now in, 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 the, in, the, um, in the second term. She's not doing it. She's also not living in the Batalba building, Upper Batalba apartments for free, okay? The closest she would get to the Upper Batalba building to be able to live would be, again, staying on the bench outside the Batalba buildings. That's the closest she was going to get to it if she wasn't mayor. So I don't want to hear all this. She is taking total advantage of, of again, her, her, her elect, re-election as mayor of New Orleans and not doing the work of the people, okay? Not doing the, she's, she went to a Bloomberg, a Bloomberg City lab, lab conference, okay, to make uh, the city more inclusive, equitable, and welcoming. You showed me a more welcoming city than New Orleans. Okay. This is all pure BS, ladies and gentlemen. This is an opportunity for her to be able to see the world again and let the citizens pay for it. Meanwhile, not doing the job at hand when we're in a crisis situation here in the city. I've said it before, without the American Rescue Plan, without COVID-19 without COVID funding, we would be in bankruptcy right now because, because, of her, um, her, because of her policies closing down the city. And I told you guys this when it happened. She wasn't closing down the city for COVID. She was closing down the city because we have enough police to be able to patrol. Now the cat's out the bag. We know now. It's exactly what's going on. I told you this when it was going on. That was all a facade, okay, to, to be able to, again, to, to not be able to tell the world what's going on here in New Orleans in terms of, of public safety. And then the gall to be going on these national news programs and to be able to blaming everyone else but herself. She blames the police department. She blames the courts. She blames the district attorney. She blames, she, she'll be, she blames the people. She blames everybody but herself at the end of the day. She's very disappointed in, 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 the, in, the, in the recall effort. We're very disappointed in her. Very disappointed in her. When most mayors who are leaders will be doubling down right now, will be working their ass off to be able to try to be able to right the wrongs that have happened during her administration that have allowed this city to be going into a downward spiral, she chooses to be able to go abroad to go to these faux conferences so, again, so she could do sightseeing tours in countries that she could never afford to go to on her own, to live in, a, to live in an apartment she could never afford to live in on her own. It's not enough is enough, New Orleans. Enough is enough. It's an embarrassing situation, first of all, every time she goes on, a, on, on the national news. And then more than that, again, just taking advantage of, of her position as mayor. It's got to stop. Just got to stop. I mean, they announced the Amsterdam uh, uh, conference when she was on her way getting ready to get on the plane. I mean, that's been her MO forever. How many more? And I've said this before. She, would, she has pretty much said, I'm going to do what I want to do. Recall me if you think you can.
but I'm going to continue to do whatever I want to do. And if that means uh, living in the upper Pentagon apartment rent-free, if that means going on these political junkets disguised, again, that, that, are, that are nothing more than, uh, you know, uh, vacations that are disguised as, as, uh, as political junkets, she'll continue to do it. Because, again, no one has been standing up, with the exception of some members of the council, but at this point, that's just pure political. Remember, every single member of that council that's standing up right now want to either be mayor. Either it's Oliver Thomas backing her up because, again, she's, he's, he's part of BOLD, which is the politi- black political organization she is part of, okay, and he, he wants her endorsement for the, for the next mayor's re- election, or it is a situation with J.P. Morrell and, 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 um, and uh, uh, Moreno, who Moreno wants to be the next mayor. Uh, everybody's got, again, political aspirations here. At the end of the day, she's just not doing the job. And she's thumbing her nose at the citizens of the city. So I ask you once again, are you better off today than the day she took office five years ago? And if you are, don't sign the, don't sign the petition. But if you're not, if your garbage's not being picked up, if it costs more to have garbage picked up, if, again, you've got crime in your city, crime in your neighborhoods, if, again, you have a police force that, is, that again, is dwindling, and there are no answers. You make the decision on what you need to do. I certainly would sign a petition. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Coming up next is Larry Holder of The Athletic. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Uh, I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a company that's got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, that's wheels and tires of the 30 inches, and financing available, and then also has the latest diagnostic equipment when it comes to, again, keeping your vehicle on the road. Same as the, same as the dealership. But I said it before. The Piazza family made a decision to be able to, to go out and purchase uh, the most modern diagnostic equipment possible. Uh, you know, again, making sure that they keep your vehicle on the road. Same as the dealership, even more. Uh, ASC certified technicians and, of course, the Piazza family standing behind all their work. They've been at it since 1972. You don't stay in this city uh, with, with a business, the same business, Southern Tire, that's been working on, on, on automobiles and putting tires on automobiles since 1972 unless you're doing the job right. You want a company you can trust? It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or you go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza Famous in 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Blindster. Want to say big on new blinds? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Shop Blindster now and save 45% off any order. Just use code RADIO. Offer ends soon. Shop today. Blindster.com. Delays are solid if you're traveling 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. Also, delays are solid on 10 eastbound right at the airport. And delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, look out for delays are solid if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City Connection from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also, look out for delays steady if you're traveling westbound 
along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection as delays stretch from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. And look out for an accident Louisiana Avenue at LaSalle. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Using innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to life like never before, coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's right, heating. <laughs> I know you're not thinking about it now, but we're about two weeks out from, again, starting to get really chilly, right, especially on the North Shore. And so now's the time to start thinking about getting that heater cleaned, maintained, 
uh, get out there and, and have Burkhart come out and, and do that for you. Again, they'll do a thorough cleaning. Uh, they'll, they'll do a test of the entire system to make sure your heating system is working correctly. So when we get into the really, really cold months, you have the peace of mind of knowing that your system is working correctly. Uh, again, it's also saving you um, um, saving you money on power, on, on power or gas. And also, again, uh, working uh, uh, efficiently and safely. So you don't have to worry about uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, any problems with fires. Uh, now's the time to get that heater checked before we get into the really cold months. Uh, contact my friends at Burkhart. They'll be out there quickly to get it done. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call when they come to your home or your business, only doing the work that's necessary. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. And while they're there, ask them about uh, their maintenance plan and allow them, to allow them to come out and maintain not just your heating but your air conditioning system year-round. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Each and every week, Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us on the program at 535. We appreciate his time so much. Of course, those of you that have never subscribed to The Athletic, you're missing out on a great publication. Uh, some of the best writers we have in the entire world when it comes to sports. Those that you will recognize here in the States. And, of course, locally, uh, some great writers as well writing about what's going on locally here uh, when it comes to the, the, the Pelicans, Saints, uh, of course, and, of course, the collegiate teams as well. Uh, he joins us on the program now. And, of course, if you would, when you when you subscribe to The Athletic, do it under Larry's um, heading. Uh, as, as it works in, the, in today's world, Larry gets some credit. That helps him again uh, in terms of his, his, his paycheck. So always good to be able to take care of our own. Make sure you take care of Larry Holder and The Athletic. And Larry joins us now. Larry, how are you? I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Much better now that the Saints were able to get off the snide a little bit, huh? <laughs> a, little, a little hairy say the least, but yes, uh, uh, look, I, yeah, I had a feeling that uh, this game would be uh, close. I didn't think it would be as high scoring, but uh, look, I just knew that, that Seattle, they were playing uh, pretty decent football and that Geno Smith was better than a lot, what a lot of people had remembered, uh, but the Saints were able to hang on from a really uh, a historic uh outing by Taysom Hill and uh, oh by the way if you were smart enough to play Taysom Hill in fantasy as a tight end uh, I think he's the highest scoring tight end in the history of fantasy football uh, I'll to be, just put huh? it to you that way I mean you got to go back to Archie Manning when he had what he had he had four touchdowns I believe it was was it three rushing and one one passing uh, they were they were talking about that yesterday, and I can remember a few times Archie again, you know, only because he had he was running for his life, right? Archie had to run for his life back in back in the day. It wasn't like again it was designed runs. In some cases it was around the goal line, but most of the time it was just Archie running for his life. Uh, in this case, to me, this is the recipe for success going forward, especially if you cannot can't have your healthy set of receivers. Uh, Hill and Kamara running the football and utilizing Hill's skill set uh, as a jack-of-all-trades. What's your thoughts? I'm curious to see how heavy they use it. Like, did it work? Of course. Now, it, it also worked uh, against a team that's uh, pretty rough defending the run, and that was Seattle. Uh, so is that going to work every week? And I almost get the sense that if – if teams catch on, then what do you do? I mean, how, how do you limit the snaps? And look, we've seen Taysom Hill also be injury prone. Uh, it, it, look, it helped to have Kamara back there, uh, right. seemingly healthy. I know he had the fumble, but he certainly racked up tons of yardage uh, and was a big part of the game plan. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a thing where, look, I'm even seeing on 
Twitter. You know how it is. Uh, everyone's now calling for Taysom Hill to be a starting quarterback again. Come that's on. not how you use him. I know. That's, that's, but it's funny. It, it, it's one week to the next. Right. You know, everybody wants to flip flop. Everybody lives in the moment. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I think that uh, they would be smart to try to implement that. Like, if you can run the football successfully every week, you're going to win a lot of games. That's the thing. I think the they have to, Larry. I think the well, offensive yeah. line is set up now that, again, that, you know, uh, look, Dalton's getting the ball out quickly, right? But, look, he's now, he's now he's throwing the receivers like he had last year, right? I mean, when you look at all the entries they have at the receivers, and Alave might be out this week. So I, I think they've got to be able to establish the run here. And especially if Kamara's out. But I, you're, I agree with you. I said in the first hour, Kamara and, and Hill are both injury prone. So you got to hope they stay healthy. And, and if they can – you know, maybe, again, you're, you're allowing that, that offensive line to be more physical rather than constantly having to be able to pass block and trying to, run, trying to come from behind. Yeah, it's easier said than done, though. I mean, it's, you're not going to run the football like the way the Saints ran the football on everyone. Uh, you know, that's the, that's the difference. Like, you have to have a, a plan B, and this is a, still a passing league. So you have to be able to throw the football. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that, I need to. I thought for one week against a defense that wasn't great. I need to see it some more to be convinced that that is uh, that the Saints are able to do that on a weekly basis. So I don't know that they can do that. If they can, then they're in really good shape. There, there's no mm-hmm. doubt that uh, if teams can run the football, uh, eat clock, high first down percentage, uh, use your strengths. Of course, if it, if it works. Uh, you know, it's not broken. It doesn't need to be fixed, but that's the thing. Uh, I think teams will certainly see, especially if the Saints are still injury uh, riddled at wide receiver. Yes. You just mentioned Chris Olave with the uh, the scary concussion. Uh, maybe Jarvis Landry comes back this week. Well, who knows about Michael Thomas? And if you don't have those three, you're back to what you had last year, and it right. wasn't pretty. So what do you do with that? So I, I think that's uh, that's something that. Look, Pete Carmichael is going to have to tinker with depending on who they play, who's available. Uh, because if, if you're just kind of beating your head against the wall and Taysom Hill can't get anywhere and Alvin Kamara can't get anywhere, right. I mean, you're going to have to throw. So what, it's, yeah, uh, sure. it, 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 if it works, use it. But if not, you've got to be able to throw the football effectively still. And we've only seen that probably happen. Eric, I don't know how many cool – literally, we're not even talking games here. We're talking mm-hmm. quarters. How many times have we seen the Saints throw the football effectively? Uh, maybe three quarters mm-hmm. in the entire season, like right. one quarter against Atlanta, and mm-hmm. when you and then you know Andy Dalton looks okay. So it's, when you're talking that, it's you're definitely a, your margin is very uh, very slim in terms of offensive success. The best thing about Dalton is his ability to get the ball out quickly and identify, again, who the hot read is and getting it out quickly. That, to me, is, again, it's been, you know, it kind of lends itself to what this offense was under Breeze, right? Um, now, uh, throwing in tight windows, he's able to do that uh, successfully. Uh, and, look, uh, there's at least was a uh, – I saw a report yesterday that maybe Michael Thomas will be back for Cincinnati. Hopefully that happens. Uh, Jarvis Landry, again, they, they thought he was going to play this week. Then what? He sat out Friday, and that was it. That was done. He was done for the week. So maybe that's what they're shooting for here. But they've dug themselves a little bit of a hole here. They, they've got to pick up one or two that, that basically they weren't expected to win based on what, what has happened in the first part of the season. Right. It starts this week. Like, you look at it and 
and Eric, you and me have talked about this. They had that first five-game run. Right. And you figured the Saints should have been above 500 at minimum, and they're not. So now you got to start making the ground against teams like Cincinnati, who uh, the, their record isn't as great as what they would have expected, but they certainly have played quality opponents. Uh, they could have they lost by a last-second field goal yesterday. They lost uh, by a last-second field goal against Dallas. They In week one, they – uh, their long snapper got hurt, and it, they couldn't kick field goals at the end of the game. And you know, then you know, against Pittsburgh, and so it's uh, obviously they're still a good team. Uh, I think people better not underestimate them coming in, even though the record is what it is. And I guess I'm assuming people in this part of the country are not going to underestimate the Bengals because of, no. they're so familiar with such uh, with so many faces, whether it's Saints related, LSU related. So uh, too I do think. Yeah, and, and two and with the yeah with Cam Sample. So uh, mm-hmm. when, when you look at it, and it's they've got to pick up one of these games that you might have said, oh, it's a toss up, or uh, maybe the Saints would be an underdog, and they've really got to start this week. And at least for their sake, their division is kind of in the same boat. I mean, they're just mediocre. I mean, look, Matt Rule just got fired today, <laughs> and they might be having a fire sale uh, in right. Carolina. So and and, and that's. The troubling part is the Saints lost to that team. So <laughs> it's just – I feel like in the NFC there's so much parity and it's just it's, – it's one team is playing very well and even though you have two four-and-one teams in the East, I, I think it's just mediocre football across the mm-hmm. conference yeah. at best. Just be happy you're not in the AFC this year. Yeah. Well, they better hope that they've got Kamara back for this week. I mean, you know, look, they've got a very good receiving core uh, with Cincinnati. Uh, and uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm at Lattimore, not Camara. Lattimore, they bring Lattimore back this week. Uh, I'm hoping that May is going to be back as well because uh, that sec that that safety position is is, is not what, it, what was advertised up to this point. No, uh, it hasn't been. And you talked. You're talking Marcus May. I mean, we really haven't seen him play much. And uh, like you said, uh, no Lattimore this week will be a problem. Oh, because I could, with Jamar I could Chase and you, T. Higgins and Boyd, and I keep going. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and here's the thing, though. It, it's not, Jamar Chase hasn't had – uh, he hasn't had the same sort of numbers as he had last year. I, I, I know, like, last week, Joe Burrow targeted him 12 times, mm-hmm. but he only had seven catches, 50 yards. I mean, teams are trying to take him away. I mean, there's no question about that, and that's allowing Boyd and, and – Higgins has been a little bit banged up too, but we'll, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm curious to see if he's going to be fully healthy. But yeah, team, that's the thing. Joe Burrow is smart enough and, and can pick you apart if, if they got holes in it. I mean, this isn't uh, going against Baker Mayfield, or this isn't going against uh, even Geno Smith carved him up far too much. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, look if if. DK Metcalf can not drop a ball, he would have had another touchdown. So yeah, I, with this team. I think that uh, that the Saints defense, specifically, uh, just one-on-one matchups at corner, uh, like you need Paul Sadebo to play better. Uh, you know, you, Bradley Roby is going to obviously have to play more. Uh, so when when you look at it in that sense, if you're without Lattimore, uh, the Bengals might be able to feast. Uh, and that's uh, that's something that I know some fans might actually want to see. I don't know some weird, you know, some the people who love Joe Burrow and love Jamal Chase, but yeah, look. I'm with you, Joe. I'm, I'm telling you, 
It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see how this weekend is. Again, how many people are going to be wearing Joe Burrow jerseys, Joe Chase jerseys? You know, I mean, uh, you know, there's a big contingent of ex-LSU players on that team, as you mentioned, ex-Saint players. You know, you're not going to tell me that Hendrickson and Von Bell uh, and, and even Eli Apple are not going to be, uh, you know, uh, up for this game this weekend. Uh, you know, Lyle Collins is there, former Tiger. I mean, I go right down the line. So many Tigers. Uh, and, of course, we mentioned Cam Sample from Tulane uh, as well. So I think those guys will be fired up about coming back to the Dome. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how the fan base is. I mean, how many of those guys are cheering for Burrow as opposed to cheering for the Saints? I would just recommend that uh, Andy Dalton target Eli Apple. That's just going to be. <laughs> All day, <laughs> every day. Throw at him every play. <laughs> right. Pass him. Uh, right. Yeah, and uh, say if Michael Thomas is healthy and he's going up against Eli Apple, I think, I think Michael Thomas will like his chances. So mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, at least the Saints know some strengths and some weaknesses of some of those players on the other side. Yep. But, yeah, like, I mean, we mentioned Trey Hendrickson, uh, you know, his, his – his uh, pressure totals were down a little bit to start the season. They're, they've popped back up, and he's he's back being a, a really good pressure player. Yeah. Uh, and and so it's uh, that's something you're gonna have to contend with. Whether it's uh, it, it, that probably be James Hurst. I know Hendrickson typically lines up on that side. Uh, so yeah, it, it's uh, it, it, it at least you know. All right, what, what does Von Bell do well and not do well? What what mm-hmm. what can slow down Trey Hendrickson and obviously throw out Eli Apple? So at least like Dennis Allen. Those all these guys. Yeah, so he knows every one of them. Right. That. Yeah, you at least have right. that on your side when when you're trying to uh, implement that. And look, obviously Pete Carmichael seen these guys play, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and going up and watching practice for years and years and years. So yeah, at least if there's one and a little bit of an advantage and an edge of Saints had, uh, it, it's for knowing some of those guys. And, and if you're Eli Apple, you're using one of your friends' DoorDash account to get something to eat in this town uh, after his comments. You don't want to. You don't want to do it as Eli Apple, and you don't want to be going out to a local restaurant either. I well, I don't think he will anyway. I think I, I think he's uh, he says he doesn't like it, and he, you know he's on it basically. So I, why would he do that? You know, eat a little uh, eat a little hamburger at whatever right. uh, cheap hotel at the the bank. Stay only on, stay with the team meal only. That's it, and the team <laughs> snack. Right, exactly. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, Larry, what you writing about this week? Uh, actually, it was uh, I just kind of alluded to it with Hendricks. Uh, my uh, it, my four week quarterback outlook came out this past weekend. Uh, really good info on that. I'm doing a, a very similar thing with uh, individual pass pressure players. Uh, so I'm, I'm taking a look at all of them uh, through five weeks. Uh, I'll have some team overall numbers and then some specific numbers uh, for probably I'd. Man, I'd probably go as deep as the top 200 pressure players in the NFL. Uh, I will say this. The Saints are not very good on that list. I'll put it to you that way. It's better than what it was two weeks ago when I know okay. I, I brought it up and said they were dead yep. last and they weren't even getting 10%. I mean, they're still last, but they're higher than what they've been. They've gotten a little bit of more pressure on the quarterback. But it's some, definitely some interesting numbers uh, that I'm already looking at. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – there's some who's who at the top and then some surprising names up there. So, yeah, I'm just uh, diving into some of that research. So that'll come out uh, this weekend. I'd probably say either Friday or Saturday leading up to to all the games uh, for week six. Just a little tease. How's uh, Cam Jordan looking on your chart? Like I said, a little better than he was a couple weeks ago when his pressure percentage was at 1%. I mean, he's nearing uh, double digits in terms of, 
of pressure percentage, but that's still not the Cam Jordan you're looking at. And I will say that uh, Marcus Davenport uh, is up to about 14, 15%, and that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. a very good rate uh, when it comes to uh, pressure percentage. It might not sound great. You think, what? But no, considering all the snaps. So he's probably, let me, I could, I'm going to scan through it real quick since I have it very handy. Uh, he, I'd say he's it just seems like he's putting pressure, but he's just not getting there. As far right. as Davenport he's, he's, goes, he only has one half sack, but he's right. you know, he's got 14 pressures. He's his pressure rate right now is 12 and a half percent. That's tied for 42nd. Doesn't sound great, but mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago it was at four percent, and like I said, right. a couple weeks ago for Cam Jordan it was at one percent. So it's get, at least getting a little bit better along the edges for the scene. How can folks subscribe to the Athletic? Theathletic.com/slash/NFL, or I like like you said, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I actually do some news items. Uh, I'll be looking at the MVP race tomorrow. Uh, also, the Rookie of the Year race. Salave is way up top uh, in that race. He was the favorite last week, and uh, you know he's uh, right up there still. So we'll have some of that coming out tomorrow morning. Uh, so you can go to theathletic.com/nfl. Of course, uh, uh, at Larry Holder on Twitter, everything I'm writing, uh, I put it out there as well. And I, and I appreciate, like you said. Uh, feel free to subscribe through uh, through my name, uh, so uh, yes. so it'll pop up on my little in-company yep. metric system. Baby needs a new pair of shoes, if you don't mind. <laughs> my oldest <laughs> just got a new pair of shoes. So there you go. And, and shoes ain't cheap these days. <laughs> no, but but he ha- he he didn't go get the Zion shoe. He went and got the Giannis shoe. So okay, uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, bud, thanks as always, man. Appreciate the time. All right, you got it. Yep, we'll talk again next week. There you go. That's uh, Larry Holder, The Athletic. Again, uh, uh, at LarryHolder.com. Don't forget about uh, friends at Henderson, Henderson, Neptunia, Jen. They are our title sponsor on our Friday show. And, uh, man, if you haven't tried it yet, you've got to get out there and try it. Um, it's at your favorite spirit store. And, um, of course, it should be at your favorite restaurant or bar. Uh, the, the flavor profile is fantastic uh, with, with that crisp citrus finish. Uh, but again, uh, it comes down to Leslie Gracie, who's the master distiller, who is a scientist by trade. And, uh, Hendricks has given her the opportunity to go out there and, and to, to, uh, to experiment. And, you know, she's come up with some, some great, uh, alternative gins on, on, on the line o- over the last few years. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, this one is another hit. Henry Neptunia Gin, much like Midsummer Solstice, much like Lunar, uh, taking the, um, uh, the the Super Premium Gin profile by storm. It's a limited release, only out to March of 2023. So whether you're a gin drinker or you're not, I always will recommend Henrik's Gin because it's not your typical gin flavor that you would get with, with again, the, your run-of-the-mill gins. It's a little bit different. The flavor profile is different. Of course, the... the, the um, and, of course, the uh, opportunity for you to be able to enjoy uh, this particular spirit you only have until March of 2023. Henry Septunia Gin, get it today. Uh, it's available at your favorite spirit stores and your favorite bar and restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. 
Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Every family has its secrets. What's your name? I'm Mary. But nobody's got more demons. And you were raised to be a hunter. Of all kinds of monsters. Than the Winchesters. Our family has fought danger for centuries. Take a trip back to 1972. The Moon I'm gonna say I'm gonna to see how it all began. Congrats on your first exorcism. The series premiere of the Winchesters, Tuesday on the CW. Tuesday at 7 on NOLA 38, the CW. Were you or your parents at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987? If so, you need to hear this. It's been proven there was toxic drinking water. If you are diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, it may be due to that exposure. Visit DudleyDebosier.com for details. Serving those who serve us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Stephen DeBosier, New Orleans. LA 22 all right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank uh, Larry Holder for joining us in the program. Rudy back at Studio Producing. You for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, our great sponsors sponsor our program. Thanks to each and every one. Thank you for supporting the sponsors. Thanks to those sponsors supporting our program. Coming up next, it's All Access with Ken Trahan, Les East, uh, Jim Eichenhofer, Chrissy Floyd, all on the program tonight. And, of course, as always, we thank you so much for listening. We'll do it all over again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thanks so much. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. For the dog catcher, the governor. That includes the man. They all got to go. The lone, I swear.